Welcome to Cruise with the Lose, a fun and informational podcast that answers your timely questions about cruise planning and your vacation on board ship. Let's get started with this week's show. Well, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Cruise with the Lose. It's hard to believe that we are rocketing our way through season two already. Can you believe how far we are, guys? It is amazing to have come this far. I want to take a brief second and thank all of you that have uh, jumped on and listened and subscribed. Please make sure that you rate, review, subscribe if you think this content would be helpful to anybody, or even if you don't think it would, please share it with them anyway. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about something that I think applies to every single one of you, unless you're going on a cruise and bringing nothing with you. Yes, we're going to be talking about some packing tips and tricks, focusing in a little more deeply than we have in season one about what to pack, how to pack it, what to bring, and some insider information on all of those things. So to start off with, to kick things off, we're going to um, start with a basic and all-encompassing uh, thought or question discussion point, and we're going to send it over to Dad. And I want to start with, and I want to know, what is your best overall packing tip or trick? Like if you had to boil it down to one thing, what do you think that would be? Pack light but efficient. Uh, use outfits that can transition from day to night and mix and match. All you know, you did say about taking nothing with you. I have heard of people on a short three or two night cruise just take a backpack. So really? that would be very oh, interesting. Oh, well, obviously none of us have ever once. done that. No, it would be that, fun to try it once. That is packing light and would not be us. No, but I guess if you were on a, a two-night cruise, you could probably, you know, stuff a tube of toothpaste and toothbrush and, you know, deodorant and a change of swim trunks in in your in a backpack and probably make it through just fine. If you were going to the Caribbean or somewhere warm where you don't need many clothes, if you were cruising to Alaska, that probably would not work because you'd need a few heavier things. Which brings me to my tip is always check the weather for when you're cruising and where you're cruising, uh, because that can certainly impact the kind mm. of clothes and what you pack. Absolutely. So you don't want to just show up and hope for the best. Uh, you want to actually plan a little bit ahead of time, because then you don't have to roll up with four suitcases uh, and uh, and uh, things for every season. That's great. Anybody else want to jump in on this one? Yeah. So for me, my husband and I have done quite a bit of traveling and we have traveled with maybe not so nice luggage. And we have also traveled and upgraded our luggage. And whether you're looking at a just a carry on size of a suitcase or a full, you know, international size suitcase, having nice, well working luggage, whatever your preference, whether it's with a nice sturdy strap, so you're carrying it like a weekender bag, or it has wheels that all work and are multi-directional, honestly, having nice luggage that works well and is secure makes such a big difference in stress levels, in just trying to navigate narrow hallways of a cruise ship, things like that. Mm. It truly does make a big difference. So honestly, start with the foundation. Start with really good luggage. 
Mm, I love that you brought that up because that was actually uh, my next my next thought. So we're gonna go ahead and just dive right in since you broached the subject already. Absolutely. Um, I want to talk about, like I said, luggage, the items that contain all of your stuff, your essentials, and some not so essentials, and some definitely not essentials that you're gonna end up inevitably bringing uh, with you on this cruise. But how do you most effectively use the space in your luggage? to to pack away things do you go for the open a drawer and dump it in sit on it and zip it shut method or do you go the other extreme and roll everything super tight spending hours watching youtube like military packing videos on how to cram uh lots of things into a suitcase where do you think you guys would land and what's your best tip on actually physically packing things well, for me, I have found that the hardest thing to pack efficiently is shoes. So mm. especially with a shorter cruise and, and even with a longer cruise, again, like mom said, if you're traveling someplace warm or you don't need multiple pairs of boots and things like that, really pair back on your shoes. I know we all love mm. shoes. They mm. make an outfit. They're incredible, but they are so bulky to pack. So do yourself a favor, get you know, bring one or two pairs of shoes that you know you're gonna wear with lots of different outfits, you know, maybe three depending on the length of your cruise, or just make sure that your shoes can pack pretty easily. So probably should leave the combat boots uh, and the Uggs at home is what you're saying. Yeah, you know, I'd say Doc Martens might not have too much of a place on a cruise ship, but hey, if they do <laughs> and that's your style, then go for it. Just know that with the space requirements of a cruise cabin and the suitcase you want to bring might not be the ultimate deck shoe for you. Mm, <laughs> yes, I would, yeah. I would second to that wholeheartedly. Anybody else, how do you guys maximize your luggage space? Well, for me, I think one of the big things is taking pieces of clothing that can be reworn. Now, obviously not if it's dirty or you spill something like mm. that, but bathing suits and once again, shoes, you know, it doesn't really matter that you're rewearing some of those things because people are not going to be paying attention to maximize the space in your own suitcase because small suitcases are just way easier to deal with mm -hmm. uh, when you're dropping things off at a port or you know finding your luggage or just dealing with it in a room so finding ways that you can say oh i can wear this for this and then another time or, oh, I can wear this for dinner and then, oh, to lunch the next day. That sort of thing really helps me mentally to pare down the amount of stuff that I actually want to take. Going into it, you know, most shorter cruises have relaxed dress codes for their restaurants. So be aware of that, where uh, ones that are seven night or longer cruises have at least one formal night. So in your planning of that, uh, be aware that uh, you don't have to take dress clothes for the most part, unless you're going on a longer cruise. And mentioning of the luggage, I really would strongly suggest dropping off your luggage when you arrive at the port with the porter and not wheeling around with you uh, throughout, you know, at least three hours until your room is ready at two, 3 p.m. 
uh, your luggage with you. Uh, it's just a burden. And, yes, uh, we've all seen those it. people. You know, that you, have... you it's like bowling with small, small humans or something when you're winning that stuff around on a pool deck. Oh, so. for sure. Yes. All the people that are trying to, you know, explore the ship and have fun and get to um, their the buffet and find a table and eat and then have the mountain of luggage and get to their room only to find out that if they had given it to somebody, the luggage would have only arrived like an hour hour after their room was ready anyway right and plenty of exactly. time to access it and get prepared for your uh, evening activities so yes always drop it off with the porter uh anybody else want to jump in yeah i think we are all as a family packing cube users the little yes. small uh, lightweight bags recently that zip us, closed yes. and you can put undergarment socks zipped up in one shirts zipped up in one and so when you get there you pull these little bags out you can take your things out hang them up put them back in put the bags back in your piece of luggage and put your luggage underneath of the bed uh repacking in them but it keeps everything very organized and orderly and you know exactly where everything is when you're going to do your unpacking in your staterooms. But we yes, are definitely I've, packing cube family. I've even heard of people that have uh, packing cubes that they go on a cruise, come home, wash, organize, replenish, whatever the stock of them, and then go stack them in the in the corner of the closet yeah. so that they know they're like ready to go. Like they have a cruise go bag, essentially, yeah. of packing cubes ready and set in case they get that last, last like morning of deal or something like that. Exactly. Um, just, you just never know, right? I um, like that idea. Yeah, you know, I mean... If you can do it, I don't see why not. Um, we definitely just discovered packing cubes not long ago, maybe within the last six months. I know they've been out for um, quite a while, but uh, definitely made our life easier, just keeping things from rolling around in the suitcase, being mixed all together and uh, wondering where things were. It also keeps things organized in a drawer, in a uh, right. in a closet, which kind of brings to my uh, luggage packing situation. Just remember that the things only have to be in the suitcase for as long as it takes for you to get from your house uh, into your stateroom because you're going to want to unpack, move in, get yourself comfortable when you do get into your stateroom. Um, right. So it does not have to be perfect. Right. Good. So exactly. uh, uh, kind of moving right along then um, with this, again, talking about um, packing and tips and tricks and things we've found that work and don't work and um, maybe even seen other people struggle with or succeed in. What are some things that you feel like people, and by people I mean yourself, and you can remain anonymous if it's embarrassing, or <laughs> others that you have just noticed and seen, um, what are some things that you feel like people are most likely to forget or not think about? about packing and bringing on a cruise? Honestly, I think for me, this is something that I feel like sometimes I always just kind of forget about because typically when I'm packing, before going on a trip, a cruise, et cetera, I will basically pre-plan all of my outfits. I'm not just taking random items of clothing. But the one thing I typically always forget to kind of like think through, and I've done a better job about this recently, is just loungewear, just comfortable mm. clothing that whether it's, you know, you're wearing, you like to wear sweats and a tank top or, you know, maybe sweat shorts or even running shorts or something like that. Just 
comfortable clothes because it's fun to plan the it's fun and exciting to plan the nicer dinner outfits or theater outfits or even what you're going to wear over a swimming suit but more often than not you're going to only be in those clothes for a short amount of time and then honestly just want to be in comfortable clothes so don't forget your comfy that's clothes that's very that's true right. that is very true you don't you want to get right. stuck after dinner feeling so full that you have to roll from your from the <laughs> restaurant to your stateroom only to find out that you cannot change into stretchy pants yes exactly <laughs> don't put on denim after a crude dinner don't do it absolutely <laughs> elastic is your friend Yes. That's right. right. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Any other thoughts? One of the things we always just stick in our bag because you get off um, on a private island or you're getting off for an excursion is to um, carry on um, an empty water bottle of some sort, like a turbis or a reusable water bottle of some sort. Um, Just to have that with you, you can fill it up when you get to where you're going and then have that with you. But we just always Mm. kind of have... um, those kinds of things. Make sure you have sunglasses, regardless if you're Alaska or wherever it is you're going. Um, just those sunglasses that are easy to take off and forget to put in a bag because they're in your vehicle or mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. forgotten somewhere else. Um, there's just some things like that. And those chili evening things that was mentioned before but just during the day it might be really warm but in evening time can get chilly so again those comfy clothes from shorts to sweatpants to uh, maybe a sweatshirt or something just to lounge around in yes that's good you know one thing that i feel like should be obvious but i see a lot of people having to buy it either extra because they ran out or just because they didn't bring it is sunscreen yeah, uh, you want to make sure no matter what part you're going to, whether it's Alaska, sun still shines there, or uh, Caribbean, Bahamas, or um, even the Med, that you want to make sure that you have plenty of sunscreen. Because not only does looking like a lobster uh, look a little ridiculous, but it definitely puts a damper on you being comfortable and getting sleep um, to being able to even enjoy like salt water um, swimming and pools and all of those things. So yes, speaking from personal experience, make sure you pack more sunscreen than you think you will need. So you're about to go on a cruise, but not sure if you have all the essentials. Well, you're in luck. Our Amazon shop has all of our tried and true cruise essentials to shop in one easy spot. Visit the Amazon link in the description of this podcast to shop everything you'll need for your next cruise adventure. So moving right along then, I want to talk about the exciting and much anticipated day of embarkation, right? You've planned, you've prepared, you've booked, you've packed, you've repacked, you've repacked the repack, and you are ready to go. You're ready to get on that ship and nothing beats the excitement of pulling around the corner or over the bridge and seeing the glistening uh, vessel that you are to board and have several fun days and lots of wonderful meals and good times on out in the distance. But what are some things that you feel like just makes life easier 
for specifically the day of embarkation. And I'm talking like from the arrival at port until you're, you can get into your stateroom. So that's usually about a, you know, four to six hour window of time uh, between when you get on, when you get into your stateroom. Um, What are some things that you guys have found just make your life so much easier? A tote bag or a cinch sack, uh, we found uh, for each of us or just individually, uh, one, one person, in the party. Um, it could be, have a waterproof interior uh, if necessary. Uh, it just keeps things uh, for your phone if you want to change into your swimsuit uh, right after lunch or while individuals are at lunch that you can be swimming or go on one of the rides or something like that and when it's not so busy. Um, so those things always help and they're also good for a day, a day at the beach or, or another excursion you'll be doing. Um, it's lightweight, uh, doesn't take up a whole lot of room, not as big as a backpack or mm. if you're not a, a huge beach bag that you're going to be carrying around with you, just like luggage, you, you don't want to be in, encumbered by, by something as you're, uh, just walking around the ship or trying to maneuver your way around a, a tight, um, area where the buffet is. A good tip. So for me, one of the things specifically for embarkation and then debarkation is something that would go in that cinch sack or backpack. And that would be uh, a folder or a smaller bag of some sort where you can have all your boarding documents all in one place. So that just makes things so much easier when you're going through the check-in lines and trying to get on the ship maybe even one person from your party, or if you're a family with small children traveling, everybody needs their own boarding documents. So if you have that list ahead of time of things that you know you'll need, to have it all in one bag, one spot that you can easily access if someone says, oh, could you get me your passport or whatever it is, you can just put that in your cinch sack and then you know everything's together and you don't have to worry about someone dropping a passport or a birth certificate somewhere. Yeah, smart. Absolutely. Let someone else be the pack mule and be responsible for it. Perfect. So uh, one of the things that I've found that's uh, that's great that you want to make sure that you have, this might be a no-brainer, probably everybody has thought about it, but you want to make sure that you have your cell phone, but maybe in that cinch sack you can pop a little, like, battery pack uh, recharger uh, because uh, – whether you're driving or flying in or flew in the day before, Ubering over to the port, taking some kind of transportation, um, you're going to really be the entire day uh, without being able to charge your phone. And even when you do get into your stateroom, chances are you're not going to want to hang out in there and wait for a couple of hours for your phone to charge up. And you're going to want that to take pictures while everything's still fresh and um, take video of the cruise ship before you know it gets packed and crowded and all of those things but that can definitely wear the battery down quickly so maybe just a very slim portable lightweight they make those now um battery pack to recharge your cell phone and they even have solar powered ones that they'll recharge themselves as well so you can use it multiple devices multiple times is certainly something that would be very very helpful that's a great idea but transitioning now to land inevitably on any of your cruises you're going to stop at a port or two or seven along the way 
So at those ports, there's usually always excursions and things that you do, of course. But what are some things that you pack that you bring um, to the beach day that you will, again, inevitably have at most of the ports that you stop at? There's always that option, and chances are you'll avail yourself of that option at least once. So what are some things that you bring? Um, it could be anything from a, a shovel to dig in the sand to a full-on metal detector because you want to find some pirate treasure. <laughs> <laughs> For me, a bit of an obscure thing that I basically don't travel without anymore, so this would definitely be if you're on land somewhere, you're in the sun a lot, is going to be hydration packets. Um, uh -huh. This is just something that you can really easily add to your water, and it's a really good way to keep your electrolytes up, to keep your minerals up, to keep yourself hydrated. Again, like mom said, if you have a disposable water bottle or your Nalgene or, or whatever it is with you, there are always places to drink water. So if you can get your electrolytes without needing to buy a bottle of Gatorade, if you inevitably get too much sun or get a little sweaty, it always just keeps me energized and hydrated throughout the day and I feel much less kind of like tired and beach worn after a long day in the sun. Mm. Yeah, that's great. I've actually never thought about bringing a hydration yeah. packet. They're very nice to have. And there's a lot of good brands out there, but again, we will have our favorites linked in our Amazon shop. Oh, yes. Talking earlier about shoes, one one pair of shoes I would suggest packing would be uh, water sports shoes. Um, most beaches you go to, obviously the sand will be hot, but some islands or uh, excursion places that you, you visit um, will have rocky shores. So that could be a, a little ouch on your feet. So you, I would suggest having, having something you can wade into water with or at least walk on the beach with. And uh, for those of us who um, are follically challenged anymore <laughs> on top of our heads, I, a hat for the men. And I would suggest one for the ladies also. Yes, absolutely, for sure. Uh, definitely got to have the hat. Uh, one thing that I would add even to the, um, to the shoe covering is if you're going to do an excursion, on the beach, like parasailing or something like that, oftentimes they'll require some kind of closed-toed water-type shoe to be worn. Uh, so don't roll up with a pair of flip-flops and expect to be able to participate in that excursion activity. Uh, one thing that I've found is super helpful. Uh, we live in Florida, um, and so being outside uh, with the sun is not only sunglasses, but uh, polarized sunglasses greatly reduce the glare and even the eye strain. So maybe find some polarized ones and they don't have to be expensive for them to work. I have a pair of $5 ones I think I got at Walmart and they work just fine, but it definitely cuts out a lot of the glare from the uh, from from the sun and bouncing off of white sand and all of that stuff uh, while you're enjoying yourself on the beach. You don't want to come back with a blaring headache because of squint having to squint all day long. But thinking through and no one wants to think about this, but the reality is that it could happen. And if you're not prepared, it's going to make it a whole lot worse. Um, thinking through getting sick, ending up with a headache, not feeling well, all of the things on a cruise. What are some health essentials that you guys would not cruise without that you pack every single time, tried and true, first thing in the packing cube? 
First thing in our uh, little medical bag thing that I carry is everything for uh, motion sickness. You don't know that you're going to need it. If somebody needs it, if you if there's one time where somebody needs it, you've got it and you have it on hand. The bracelets to the patches to everything. We just always have them on hand. Just carry them. Mm, yes, definitely great. And you and you do want to you start using them before you get on the ship, right? Right. Like if you're planning on wanting to use yeah. them. I've actually never have. I probably should have a couple times, but um, I've heard that you actually are supposed to break those puppies out and put them on a day or two beforehand, right? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes we do that. If we know that there's going to be some weather or something, I always do something about that at least 24 hours ahead uh, just to get my body acclimated to what that may, the transition of what that may mm -hmm. impact. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Anybody else? Any other thoughts? Yeah, I uh, am a pretty big wellness girly over here. So like I mentioned with the electrolytes, that is definitely something. Hydration is a big thing, especially when you're just eating food that you're maybe not often eat because you are on vacation after all mm -hmm. um but also i think again it's you're eating a lot of foods that you're maybe not normally eating you're indulging a little bit more richer foods things like that so um just things for bloating is always a good thing because the, it's a high probability with all that delicious food in front of you that you're just going to overeat a little bit too much and you just might be feeling the effects of it after dinner and there's still you know a good you know few hours left to enjoy in the evening and you don't want to do it feeling terrible so anything from anti-bloat pills that you can find to papaya enzymes are a really good thing to take before you eat a large meal just to help your digestion out a little bit those are all really helpful things to just maybe think about bring along with you of course don't do anything that might interfere with other medications that you might be taking things like that but of course if you have any food allergies, bring your EpiPen, bring your Benadryl. But also I know that um, most cruise lines and cruise ships have doctors on board should you need them. And then also first aid areas just in case something might happen. Of course. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Thinking about uh, first aid, uh, aloe vera for sunburn or uh, bug bites, if you get any, uh, that's always helpful. A small tube is you can put in your uh, your necessities. Uh, obviously, cruise ships nowadays, re after COVID, or at the tail end of COVID now, uh, will require you to wash or sanitize your hands be before entering a restaurant, which is always a good thing. We, obviously, we carry uh, travel hand sanitizer, antibacterial cleaning wipes for the stateroom services to wipe mm -hmm, down, mm -hmm. uh, just, just things like that. And I'll add to the bloating uh, would be an antacid if you're so inclined. Uh, maybe yeah. you have a little bit uh, too much spicy food, too many tacos uh, com <laughs> combined with too Is many there lattes. Is such a thing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, you have one too many espressos in the morning. That yeah. could do it too. There you or go. Ice cream. It depends yes. on your age. Pretty much anything <laughs> could do very it. True, very true. Very true. Thank you very much. <laughs> but that's half the fun of a cruise is just yes. being able to uh, overeat and uh, get your money's worth out of the food and beverage services. However, <laughs> no one wants that uh, that acidy burn lingering around chasing you all day long. So yes, antacid would be would be very helpful. 
helpful. One thing I would suggest is I know already mentioned was like a first aid kit, but make sure you have pl plenty of band-aids, right? Yeah. Because of, you know, cuts from shells, because of, you know, scrapes from uh, pool decks potentially. But also if you, if one or more of than one of the pairs of shoes that you decide to bring with you are new, which we definitely would not recommend, break those suckers in before you wear them on the cruise, they would have a tendency to rub. So make sure you know your, what you're getting into. But if they do start to rub and blister a little bit, you pop a Band-Aid on and hopefully that would remedy the situation, at least in the short term, and you won't be limping, hobbling around um, uh, the rest of your time on that ship. That is correct. I always have a little thing with Band-Aids. That's good. So I don't have to pack any for the right. next cruise I that we all go on together. We'll That's just right. go see um, um, a nurse mom, pharmacy mom. That's right. That's All right. right. Now, sadly, though, we are at the end of our time. But before we go, I would love to know just one last thing. So what is maybe go around and everybody everybody shout one out. Nothing formal. But what is something what's one thing you have packed and brought at least once that you have just never, ever even used like you basically forgot it was in there. You didn't pick it up. You didn't touch it. You didn't use it at all. You promised yourself you wouldn't bring it next time. But, ooh, lo and behold, it snuck its way into the suitcase on the next cruise you went on. What's that one thing? For me, it's a pair of heels. Listen, uh -huh. when you're walking in heels on a vessel that's moving on the water, bad things happen. So do yourself <laughs> a favor and just wear flats. Flats it is. An umbrella. An umbrella. Okay. Yes. I don't know why. When my other <laughs> my work travel, I, I always have a pocket umbrella in my yep. bag, and yep. uh, somehow it makes its way into my cruise luggage. And, uh, <laughs> and you just never pulled it out and used it. All right. Exactly. All right, Ben. What do you have for us? Uh, I'd probably say a personal beach towel. I think uh -huh. on our first cruise, I ended yeah. up bringing one, and yeah. of course never needed it because there's always towels on the pool decks or on the mm. islands or whatever. And it took up a lot of room that I just never needed. Okay. All right. And last but not least, Mother, what do you have for us? I would say probably just overpacking in clothes. Just decide okay. Too much of the clothes. everything you think you would love to take yeah. and take about a half of it away. And then right. that's about good. All right, so I'm going to play that clip on repeat as we're packing for our next cruise because, as has been mentioned before, that is my uh, that is my weakness. That's a struggle every single time, and no matter what I do, it always seems like I have too many of something. But like I mentioned, uh, we're at the end of our time. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Loved hearing from the rest of you guys, the family. Um, your packing tips, tricks, do's, don'ts, uh, regrets, and would do agains. Uh, loved having you guys participate in that conversation with us today and thank you all of our audience for taking the time out of your day to listen please remember to rate review share um, subscribe to the podcast on any channel that you uh, so desire to use we will see you next time thank you for listening to cruise with the lose we'll be back in two weeks with more informational and inspirational cruising content until then Happy sailing.